Wake up. Life is in session. And you're in control. This is The Pursuit of Awesome. The podcast that gives you the jolt you'll need to seize the day. To live a life you're proud of. And here's your host, Charlie Harari. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. We've been talking about this idea of getting in the game mentally. There's an opportunity coming down the pike for a reset of your soul, so to speak. A cleaning out of the impact of sin. An ability to refresh. And many people just don't take advantage of it. Some because they don't know. Some because they have bad experiences when they were younger, but others because our mentality is off. We like to be right. We like to feel perfect. And we don't like people to tell us that we're not. We, we're defensive. People criticize us and we can't hear their words. We just get offended by them. And when you feel those two things, to, that, to whatever extent you do, it impacts a time in which the goal is to ask for forgiveness. Now, I want to share with you we, something we've spoken about here before. It's the research done by er- Anders Ericsson. Anders Ericsson was the psychologist behind the research popularized by Malcolm Gladwell in his book, Outliers. And if you remember, he came up or he popularized a concept called 10,000 Hours. And his theory, and if you've been here before with us, you understand it through a neuroscience perspective. But his theory is, if you want to create expertise, you need to do it for 10,000 hours. Your brain has to orient around it for that long. Now what he missed, what Gladwell missed, was the research, the full research of Anders Ericsson, in which Anders Ericsson actually said, yes, 10,000 hours, but there's another piece called deliberate practice. What's deliberate practice? It's not just 10,000 hours, because what if you do it wrong for 10,000 hours? If you want to be a world-class baseball player and you do 10,000 hours batting practice, but you're holding the bat wrong, you're not going to be a world-class baseball player. He said, what you, you need to do is you need to actually be practicing every time. That means when you're done with a swing, you're questioning, was it right? Was it wrong? And then you need to swing a little bit better. And then the percentage better. 10,000 hours later, you got it right. And it's implemented into your brain. What's powerful about a, a mentality is that it creates a frame. And when you go into your life, and we spoke about this a few weeks ago, when you go into your life with the mentality of deliberate practice, you start to convince yourself that being perfect, A, is not real, but B, is not even desirable like if you're done what are you going to practice the whole goal of practice is to recognize you can get better tomorrow there's an excitement in getting better tomorrow but if you're done if you're perfect if you're always right there's no more growth and so if we connect what we've been doing in the past few weeks what we're doing is we're trying to put ourselves into a headspace in which practicing imperfections, failing, 
is all a desirable part of our process. It's not a detour to success. It's the path to success. By, by recognizing that we need to build mechanisms to learn from. And if we do, the failure becomes an exciting learning experience. I recently I was at a company. I was talking to one of the executives there and he's explaining to me, you know, his playbook. Right? A lot of companies have playbooks for a lot of different things. So he was telling me that it was such a great story. He was telling me that, you know, he had a group and they were like sort of like in and out and they were like, you know, the culture was pretty low. And one of the things he implemented, he implemented a few things. One was a playbook. And the way the group sat, it was like offices, if you can picture, and then in the middle were like these big tables, like these wooden, cool, you know, tables, where they would sit, they would come in to have meetings. Like, picture like an open space with offices around, and then an area in the middle, so everyone could just come out of their office and sit down at the table and have, and have lunch or meetings or whatever. So what he did was, to get the group going, was he started to ask them to start giving him the best practices of what they do. What's, you know, give me the best practices of your departments, your ideas, sales, right, marketing, whatever. And he took them and he collated and he, he congregated them. He got them all into one book. And he printed the book. And he made a huge copy of this book. And he put it at the end of one table, of the table. So picture this massive book, which is really just a printout everyone's best practices of their job. And every day they would meet for lunch and talk or they'd have a meeting. And in that meeting there'd be one person with a pen at the book. And they would pass it around or whatever. And as somebody said, hey, this happened and that happened and this happened and that happened, they'd be going to those sections and saying, reminder to, the next time you go into the store, look for this. You know, double check to make sure that this thing is sealed. And what happened was, revising the book became so exciting that once, what, what was once a people hiding their mistakes culture became like, if you failed the best, like people were like, like, that's awesome. Like, you know how much wisdom we have now? You know how many things we're going to change now? The playbook's going to get so much better because you tripped on your face ten times last week. Now, no one wants to fail. But the mentality of deliberate practice means in my failure, I have insight. And if I use the insight, and if I look for the insight, it will prevent me from failing again. And if I keep on doing it at some point, I will really stop failing as much as I usually fail. And I'll fail at bigger things. I'll stop failing at the stuff that I always fail at, and now I'll stop failing at the big stuff, and then solve that, and fail at the next stuff. And I'll just keep on growing through failure, through effort, and then success or failure, to be fair. That's the mentality that we're supposed to have in life. Capturing best practices, capturing moments where we messed up, and reminding ourselves to put in safeguards so that we don't mess up again. That's the stuff of greatness. And when you have the mentality going into this period of time, you're actually excited to discover where you failed. You look back in your year and you're not like, nothing, everything is fine. You're kind of excited to be able to 
think about what you could have done better and plan for it towards the future, knowing that this period of time is to get you forgiven, not to get you convicted. It's a safe space there for you just to make you better. All right, we'll talk about it. All right, everybody. Have an awesome day. God's help you and see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Pursuit of Awesome. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum's podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Charlie again for more insights on living an awesome life by listening to this podcast at your leisure. To sponsor, contact podcasts at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.